if you don't have a system in place, whether that's a system for creation, a system for submission, a system for reach outs, a system for metadata, it's going to be hard to be consistent. And if you can't consistently create, submit and forget, then you can't consistently get placements. Yo, what's good? This is Clint, your host on the Music Is My Business podcast, the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career. If you want your questions answered live, join me on YouTube at Clint Music on Wednesdays and let's chop it up. Now let's dig into this week's episode. Welcome to the Music Is My Business podcast. So today's going to be a little different. It's still kind of Q&A, but I want to address a question. The beatmaker asked a question on my IG and I get this question from a bunch of different producers trying to break in the sink. So today we're going to break down the question and pretty much demystify all of the myths that come along with music libraries and things like that. And why giving you a list of music libraries is not necessarily the best thing for your career breaking in the sink long term. And we'll discuss the different nuances and things like that because everybody's at different stages but from my experience I'll kind of give you guys the perspective that I see with coaching and mentoring producers that's trying to break into this space and then we'll dig into it and then I just seen the second part of your reply and it, we can dig into honestly man like this joint is gonna it's gonna turn into like a live case study and we're gonna try and figure out man how we're gonna try and come up with like a game plan for the beat maker so that he knows like the next steps to take after this so it's gonna be fun man i'm excited i think it's gonna help a lot of other producers who may have the same questions so let's dig into it man so i guess to give you guys we got to give context right so i made a post when was this post was it yesterday I made a post yesterday i think it was yesterday about some placements and my guy the beat maker aka tony he asked about the music library that i submitted to so the question was why not give producers the name of the music libraries so that you know we can just pitch to them they just need the company name com the contact information for the companies no gimmicks or none of the extra stuff so this is the reason why I don't typically just blurt out a bunch of library names, especially on a public forum to a bunch of producers. Number one is I have every composer that works at the library work closely with the library. We have relationships with them and there are situations where sometimes you put information out there publicly for everyone to see like you know i got at 77,000 followers on instagram sometimes you will have people reach out they will attach your name to their reach out and you know try and associate themselves with you and then their work ethic ends up sucking they end up flaking and then sometimes that comes back around and then you'll have execs hitting you up like yo such and such blah 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 reached out and yeah they flaked out like and it does not look good for anybody it doesn't look good for the person that flaked and it doesn't look good for the person even though i didn't give permission to you know use my name it doesn't look good on me because it looks like i'm sending people who are flakes and that doesn't fly over well in sync licensing in our business so that's one reason why i don't do that a lot i'll do it sometimes occasionally on you know if i'm trying to give examples on my lives and things like that and later on i'm going to show you guys we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna show y'all some techniques because my goal is not to just give you a bunch of companies right that's easy you know i mean we can we can hop on google and search a bunch of companies but what i really want you to do is you know Long after you've encountered my content, long after you've taken my courses, long after you've gone through, you know, my coaching program for 12 weeks, I want you to still know how to go out there and hunt so that you can create new opportunities for yourself without having to rely on any any other information because you like you know how to go out there and fish so that's always my goal and i'm gonna show you guys exactly how to do that 
today your boy al goody what's good patty p is in the building i love it so <clears throat> so that's one reason why i don't you know just start naming a bunch of companies like that all the time occasionally i've done it i'll do it sometimes i don't like to do it a lot especially when there's a lot of eyes on a particular you know post or reel or whatever because it, it just it can create headaches and then you just don't know everybody coaching students that's different if you're in my 12-week coaching program completely different because i'm coaching you on the right ways to reach out the right ways to prepare your music so i know when you reach out you like you've been through the training and you know the right things to do so that's one reason second reason is and this ties into the other comment you made tony if i give you a company name right say company a publisher a i give you this company's name you link up with the company boom say you say you get placements with the company this is what can happen Something can go south with the company, company shuts down or company gets bought out by a bigger library or, you know, publishing situation changes, which affects splits. Now, all of a sudden you like, yo, I don't think I want to work with this company anymore. Now we're back to square one. It's like, OK, well, this relationship fell through. So what like what do I do now? Like I got to keep I got to keep these tracks working for me. I got to keep pitching so that I can keep the royalty checks coming cuz once those stop, hey, we got issues now cuz y'all playing with the money, right? So if I just give you some company names and then you don't know how to find more companies, it's not serving you at the highest level. I want to serve every producer I coach, I teach, I share content with I want to coach y'all at the highest level. So it's like, yo, even if you have these company names, push come to shove, you know how to go out there and find your own companies. That's reason number two. Reason number three is that just because one producer or composer have seen success with one particular publisher or library, I use these terms interchangeably. They're the same thing in sync. Just because one producer seeing success with one library doesn't automatically, and I'm sure you know this, it doesn't automatically mean another producer will see success, which is another reason why you'll never see me post, you know, best libraries to, to pitch your music to because it doesn't exist. Um, and the reason why it doesn't exist is because there's different libraries that, you know, represent different styles of music, right? So if you specialize in a certain style of music, there may be a library who they specialize in certain styles of music. Smash Coast Music specializes in urban music. So, you know, a lot of hip hop R&B stuff is going to come out of out of that library. Whereas you may have some other libraries that specialize in like country pop, you know what I mean? So that may not necessarily be the best fit for you. And then on top of that, Every company has like different ways of doing things and different deliverables and requirements. You may not like the way company A does things, but you may like how company B does things. So you find, you know, hey, company B is a better fit than company A, even though I recommended company A because I thought they were a good fit for me. So it's like it doesn't really it doesn't really get you the results long term that you really want to see. And those are like the top three reasons why I usually don't, you know, just go out there and just start sharing. Company. Oh, pitch to this company, pitch to this company. Because number one, I don't know everyone who's commenting and posting and watching the content. I don't know your music personally, which takes time to listen to that. I don't know people's. It's just a lot of different variables that we just don't know. So it's like instead of saying these are the best libraries to reach out to or these are libraries that, you know, would be a good fit for you. Why not teach you how to find the libraries and how to figure out if they are a good fit for you? So that way, no matter what situation you're in, you're going to be better prepared to shift, do whatever you got to do to keep things rolling as far as your, your sync career is concerned. So that's why I don't do that. So now I want to dig into the importance of like why this is important and, and the reasons why it's important to learn a, a system or a, a process 
in order to see success long term in sync because the second question which is i, I really want to dig into that we'll dig into that later but because it it seems like you're kind of in that situation and i would like for you to kind of give us some details on what happened with with the first deal because usually what i'll say is so let me let me go back because i want to make sure i, I want to make sure i read it right Okay, so you landed landed one contract with a music library that didn't go anywhere. So now what I would like to do is like, yo, let's backtrack to the first deal that you landed. Cause if you landed if you landed a deal before, that's a good sign. Like you're doing something right. And I like like you mentioned before, like you've gone through production school, like you're not new to this, right? So how did you get that first deal? And then can we look and see, okay, what do, what do we do to get the first deal? And, and can we replicate that to get ourselves into another deal? That's the first question I would ask in regards to that first deal. So like, how did that joint come about? And then we can try and reverse engineer it because success leaves clues. So if you've seen success, at least gotten that far, like a lot of producers don't even get, they don't even get the deal. You got the deal. So that's dope. They contracted me for like six months. I searched them out. Let me see. They contracted me for six months. I searched them out through contacts and then submitted some work. Dope. So <clears throat> Kim Durr in the building. What's up, Kim Durr? Okay. So whatever you did in, in searching through those contacts, I would like 10x, I would 30x that joint. Like, Whatever work you did, however you search them out, go back and start doing that again. Because that the work you did to do that got you that contract. So so you submitted some work. How much work did you submit would be my next question. <clears throat> and that's a that's a short contract, too. <clears throat> Usually you see at least two, three years connection I made through through school and dope that's another that's that's one advantage of going to school for production and i want i want to talk about this this is what i meant when i was like so much to unpack because i want to talk about production schools as well great for networking but i talked to a lot of producers who've gone through production schools and i feel like you learn the skills you learn you know how to produce how to structure music mixing engineering you learn these things but then it's just like okay i got the degree how do I make money with it? Like, I feel like there needs to be more. And I guess that's why they hit me up to come, <laughs> come speak at schools. Cause it like, there needs to be more curriculum focused on once you get this degree, this is how you go out and make money or like something that focuses on sync. Like, how do you make money in sync with the skills that you've learned from this, you know, this, this college university or whatever Academy, whatever. So he submitted 10 tracks. All right. So we got the first deal through a connection, through your schooling, submitted 10 tracks. So that's a great start. The problem with that is that it's not necessarily repeatable, right? <clears throat> because you got the connection through schooling. Like, unless you can just keep going back up to school or keep reaching out to all your classmates, it's not a repeatable process. And it's not repeatable in an unlimited amount of ways because there's only so many students you connected with in your class. So that's when coaching you know courses and all that stuff comes into play because you need a proven system or process to see success in sync and i'm gonna give you two reasons why this is super crucial and you'll notice everyone who has seen success in sync licensing and does this full time they have a system or a process in place to go out and source deals so first reason you need a, a system or a process is because as I take a swig of water is because a repeatable process will deliver repeatable results, results being sync deals, TV placements, royalty checks, type in the chat. If you want some repeatable royalty checks, I like repeatable royalty checks, not those, not those one-off joints that you got. Cause you know, some friend was a collaborator and they it just so happened to fall through. I can't repeat that. You know what I'm saying? Like what steps, what exact steps can I take to get a licensing deal? Like 
if all of my publishers was just like, peace out, Clint, we're shutting down. Sorry, you can't submit anything. I know the exact steps I need to take to go out and find another deal. And that's what I want you all to have as well. You need a repeatable process that will deliver repeatable results so that you can get repeatable placements that will equal repeatable royalty checks. Michael Connor says, I want repeatable success. Repeatable, a thousand percent. Nick says the curriculum will become antiquated. Unfortunately, as an educator, you have to you have to want it. Yeah, and shoot, I mean, shoot, we see that now in schools. Like a, a bunch of stuff is is mad old. So yeah, Kim Durr, the a hey, repeatable royalty checks. So that's the first reason. Second reason, you need a process or a system. It's because systems create consistency. If you don't have a system in place whether that's a system for creation, a system for submission, a system for reach outs, a system for metadata. It's going to be hard to be consistent. And if you can't consistently create, submit and forget, then you can't consistently get placements. And then that's going to affect the consistency of royalty checks. Right. So that's why systems and processes is important um that's why i created the course because for one it takes forever to explain all of the steps in the process the repeatable steps and all the things in between to get you the results that you want to see and not only to get you the results that you want to see but to teach you how you can get these results in a repeatable way over and over and over and over and over again so <clears throat> you know, there's a bigger picture beyond just the contact. That's just one small, small part. And I, I'm going to show you how to get the contacts in a second. I'm going to share my screen. But create, submit, and forget. Heard that on taxi forums back in the day. Yo, that's the best thing you can do. It's the best thing you can do. So so the pitching phase. My camera off focus? How do you focus me, Sony? Focus my eyes. It's not. Have I been on focus this whole time? There we go. It was the water bottle. All right. So let me check in. So so after searching for a while, yes, I found more companies, but I wouldn't call them notable companies. That made me skeptical trying to figure who's creditable and who's not. Definitely understand that. So and that's another thing that you know, I kind of go in detail with on, on the roads and placements, how to find companies that are credible. So this is how you can tell. Number one, how long have they been in business? Like if they just popped up this year, I would keep it moving. If they've been around for a few years, you know, they have clients with, you know, notable networks and supervisors and brands and things like that. And, you know, they showcase their placements. They have their music on the website then they probably been around for a while and, and they're, you know, they're doing the thing. Now you can never be a hundred percent sure if, you know, if they're going to be around long term, because things happen. I mean, these libraries pop up and go out all every year is, is, is crazy, but you never know until you, until you try, until you submit. So what I would say to that is just like, don't overthink it, go through their website. If you got to hop on the phone with them and ask them, yo, when was like the last time y'all played something? If the last time they played something was like like three years ago, then bro, I'm like, yo, that's way too long. And you're supposed to be a publisher. Like, this is what you do. If it's taking you three years to get another placement, I got to keep moving. So probably not a good company to work with. If they're like, yo, yeah, we just placed a bunch of stuff. They're having a hard time keeping up with the placements that they've been getting then they're, they're probably working they're putting in that work and that's what you want you want companies who are like active actively pitching and things like that on your behalf then on the flip side you know once you do get into a library and you start submitting it's going back to that system and that consistency you have to submit consistently to really see results man because like first 10 tracks they you know one or two may get placed all of them may get placed. You don't know. But if you create a consistent schedule to submit to a company, say, at least weekly, biweekly, whatever, whatever you can do, depending on the time that you have, you're going to increase the chances of something actually landing. You're going to increase the chances of, 
your music being seen and heard because if they see you're consistently submitting like people notice that you know a lot of these companies a lot of these companies are small and you know there's like a few people who you know a couple people who's checking the emails listening to the music so it's not hard to stand out if you're consistent and you're submitting consistent quality music that's going to help you stand out man they're gonna be like look like this dude's putting in work and, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna put in work for you man they, they're gonna throw your stuff in in some playlists because they know yo this guy has quality stuff like and he's always submitting like they're gonna want to get you some placements so that consistency is, is gonna be key You've tried getting TV placements on your own. You've taken the courses. You've done the pitching. You've done the research and the studying. But for some reason, you keep hitting a brick wall and hearing no, and you don't know why. Well, one thing you need to know is that there's always a reason why. And it may be time for you to seek mentorship so you can find out exactly what's going wrong in your process. So I want to invite you to apply for my three-month producer mentorship program where you're going to learn how to implement my 60-day music licensing plan. You're going to learn how to increase the chances of your music getting placed and you're going to receive detailed music reviews prior to submissions to minimize publisher rejection. I'm going to walk through the entire process with you to get you to your first music licensing deal within 90 days. If you want to get one of those slots, make sure you go to producermentorship.com to apply. And if you're a good fit, I'll be sure to reach out to you when another slot opens up. To apply, go to producermentorship.com. That's producermentorship.com. Last time, producermentorship.com. Now let's get back to the show michael connor says could it be that newbie companies might might be more hungrier for success whereas long-term established companies could be more complacent because they're getting work all the time that could very well be true as well so you could get in with the newer company they could be hungry and they're going in so you know and again you can try it if it works double down on what works the new company if they're getting placements hey ride it out because every company has to start but i wouldn't worry too much about it man submit a few tracks and then once you see something you start seeing traction use tunesat.com to track your you know things that that you've signed to companies i'm gonna type that in the chat and then this will give you an idea of like of what's working so then once I see a placement from a, a, a company, I'm like, oh shoot! Like I just did an album, a publisher last year. It hasn't it hasn't even been a year, and I, I've seen those tracks on like at least five shows so far. So I'm gonna reach out like, hey, let's get another another album. So <clears throat> something to keep in mind. I was proud of landing my first deal, but it didn't come to nothing. But the things you just said about their longevity, I did not take into account indeed man the first publishing deal i signed i seen they had some tv they had a few tv placements <clears throat> but they haven't been around long and then that was that was like that was a it was an exclusive deal but i like i couldn't work with anybody else so it was like a new company a new publisher that hasn't been around for a long time and i couldn't work with any other publishers in sync and it was like all exclusive and i only got i got one placement which i'm grateful for because that you know that helped my career like that lit a fire under me but i was tied up for three years and got one placement out of that so <clears throat> you know again goes back to just learning man those are those are the mistakes you make when you know when you're just trying to figure it out man and there's no guidance which is why i recommend everybody get a coach invest in a course like something to just to try and skip as many mistakes as possible. You don't have to, but if you want to get if you want to get to the end goal faster, the cheat code is coaching and and courses, man. Like I'm always buying courses and investing in I like I've dropped thousands on I pay like I pay one guy like $600 for like an hour consultation just cuz like I, there was like something I was trying to figure out and I couldn't figure it out. So I was like, I need somebody who already figured it out. Like, why, why am I sitting here wasting time? But <clears throat> you know, that's just, those are, those are the two options. You know, you can, you can figure it out. You can bump your head. It's just going to take you, it's going to take you longer. It took me seven years to get my first placement. And there were, there were no courses out there for me to learn from 
to skip to filter out the information man because the problem with the problem with free information on the internet like obviously you can go on youtube you can go on google and then i promise after this i'm gonna show y'all how to find how to find libraries but you can the information is out there i'll like you can't argue that it's out there the problem is if you've never done it if you've never had a tv placement if you've never had multiple deals or seen multiple deals and gone through the process then you don't know what you don't know so it's like it's hard for you to avoid certain things because you just don't know the the you know you just lack the experience in that specific area so you don't know how to filter through the information that yeah okay it's legit information but like is it relevant now and is it information that you actually need right now at the point that you're at right because if you're just starting out like there's some information that <clears throat> that could help your sync career but like at a later stage where it's just like that's not really important that's not what you need right now to get your first 10 tv placements this is what you need right now do this 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 and that and then you cut out all of the extra stuff that's just gonna either cause you to overthink overanalyze and, and then you end up not taking action or not knowing what action to take and then another five years go by and you still haven't met your goals so that's that's the thing with with information online i get people to say oh this information is free on the internet oh it is it is but how do you know what information you need right now for your specific situation so i was going through the submission process with a company and their form asked if i was willing to opt out of my pro this didn't seem right go or no i would say no i'm not i can't opt out of my pro like because what's the company what's that company i think it starts with an e they do a lot of content for like they do a lot of music for content creators dang i can't remember man it, every like y'all know y'all know y'all know the company i'm talking about too but you can't be registered with a pro so it depends on your situation like if you're a producer and like you're just starting from ground zero like that may work for you you get some upfront money boom you just knock out tracks boom 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 maybe i don't know how they work the back end stuff like if they just pay you directly on, on like on royalties and stuff like that i don't know how that works but i'm always trying to get paid at least twice from something i do like everything i do like i'm trying to at least get paid twice so if that's just a here's an upfront fee and you don't get anything else it's a no-go for me like i at least like i'll decline upfront money to get royalties because the royalties just they usually just don't stop unless the show just stops <clears throat> so that would be a no for me i'm currently working on a new catalog to start shopping around the libraries i even started looking at the credit roles on tv shows and movies just to try and find new clients and supervisors boom that's it epidemic sound that's the name of it yeah man i'm gonna stick with the pro man because it's like i have too much work out there that's just it's registered with pros and and collecting and things like that so yeah but yeah but see you're like you're doing you're doing the right work looking at the credits like that's that's how you fish you go out there what the tv shows you hear a tv show yo I think my music can fit for this TV show. Let me go through the credits. Who's who's the music supervisors? Okay, try and reach out to the music supervisors. If you get in touch with them, boom, double down on that. If you don't, okay, do the music supervisors work for a music supervision company? Maybe I can research that. So let's do some let's do some digging, man. Let's do some research. Shout out to shout out to the beat maker, man. He sparked this conversation, and we're just trying to trying to help him navigate and figure out what his next steps are which it sounds like he already got the game plan going so now we just about to we're gonna push him over the edge with with resources and show him not just him because i'm sure there's multiple producers in this joint that want to know how to do this stuff so all right <clears throat> google this joint right here you know oh you know you know what we're gonna try this is this is what we're gonna try what time is it we're gonna try i'm gonna try google but then I'm going to also try chat GPT, which has been, this has been everybody's go-to man. I've, I've had chat, chat GPT has been, 
it's been a whole a whole nother employee for clint productions it's been crazy it doesn't i've had standard operating procedures created by gpt chat i had all, all types of ideas it's been crazy so all right so we're on google so all right we this is the wrong keyboard boom the, the most basic music music libraries so this is where it gets tricky yes you can use google however google can get tricky because number one you you're about to get all these sponsored joints look at epidemic sound they like yo we we about to make sure we at the top of this joint so you're gonna get that soundstripe soundstripe is legit i know some some people who got music with them i don't know if they're selecting or accepting artless now these these i mean soundstripe artless legit companies apm music so apm music and this this right here is a whole nother cheat code that is, is I, like i'm about to show y'all how easy it is to go fish for for some deals shout out to off key productions in the building we're going to circle back around to this APM because I got something to show y'all. But here you go. You can scroll through. Music Gateway. Nah, stay away. I'll stay away from that. Premium Beat is more so stock music. It's a, it's a cool company. Like I know video makers, content creators who go to Premium Beat. This is like if you want to upload a bunch of music, and I think it has to be exclusive on Premium Beat. But if you want to upload some some great music, stock music for people to put in their videos and content, and things like that. And you want like some quick, low, like upfront money and upfront payments, license fees and things like that. Premium beat is is pretty cool. Pond five is like another one that does that, which I have a whole nother conversation on Pond five because some recent events have happened. I don't even have time to go into that on this episode. I may have to do like a whole nother YouTube video on that. Universal production music. That's one you can submit to. In fact, most of, most of these companies, production music companies, they have submission stuff somewhere. It's usually at the bottom of the page or like on the contact page or a composer page. Let me see. So we're at the bottom of the page. Composers. Is this it? Nope connect music submissions right here click on that oh snap <clears throat> you can literally submit music to universal production music throw your little message all the and they're using disco shout out to disco so boom that's that's one right there and universal listen universal production music ain't going nowhere like it's universal so you got that <clears throat> but check this out though we're gonna take it we're gonna take it to the next level you're at universal production music where's that go to discover and like these big these big production music companies they have what's called labels right so a lot of times what these labels are are smaller music libraries this is this is a cheat code so if you don't want to spend all day on google you can just hop on one site <clears throat> and then go through and see what some of these labels are now all of all of these you won't be able to go through and like submit directly to the companies like usually is you know it's going through that's going through universal production music or they just don't accept submissions but i don't know let's try this one icon trailer music so this is what i'll do like i see icon trailer music if i'm if i specialize in trailer music let me see if i can find let me see if they have like their own website i don't know they may not because again like it oh wait it look it looks like they might Let's see. Let's see if it redirects. Sometimes it redirects to Universal. No, it's not redirecting. It's going straight to them. Bet. Okay. So I don't know. Let's see if they. Let's see if they got a submission page. Let's go to about. Their website is mad slow though. I don't see. I see the email. That's the contact. I mean, 
if there's nothing clear that says like you know submissions submission email or submission link whatever they'll at least have an email and then just shoot them an email hey just wondering if you're accepting submissions from new composers that's it and then they'll let you know if they're accepting or not they won't you know they won't get mad for asking <clears throat> just don't like don't hit them with like you know 70 tracks like yo here's my entire life's catalog because then that'll get <laughs> that'll get ignored so yeah so let me see so that's one let's see if we can find some other ones front runners i don't know so let's google i don't know, front front runners music see now nah, it looks like theirs may yeah, it look like theirs just kind of go to uh, back to universal which which a lot of them a lot of them do but yeah off key off key mention is similar to apm exactly apm is set up the same way where there's a bunch of different a bunch of different labels distributed through apm music so yeah so you can do that you can go to google or you can you can take the company name search the company name on linkedin See if you can find somebody in A&R or whatever. See if you can find a person to get in touch with via LinkedIn. Shoot them a message. Say the same thing. But APM, we had searched. Where's our Google search? We had we had came across APM music. So same thing. Libraries. Look at this. Whole list, whole list of libraries. So now, where's that? Look, it's crazy. <clears throat> NFL has like their own music library, which is insane. Right? So now once you find once you find the libraries, you just go through the website, man, and listen to their music. Make sure it's a good fit before you reach out to them. Like, if you don't do trailer music, like don't reach out to Icon Trailer Music. Like they have trailer music in their name that's all they do they focus and specialize in trailer music so if you're doing you know <laughs> background minimal tension music or or ambient you know ambient hopeful music then like yeah it's not trailer music so you know you want to keep it moving and find companies who have some more you know chill low-key ambient stuff and you know make sure you're you're submitting to companies that match you know start with five tracks <clears throat> and then it once they give you permission to submit and then go from there so yeah so apm is another one universal production music is another one bmg production music is another one they have a bunch of labels so you can go through and this is something else to keep in mind sometimes you you may get in with like a smaller library and then that library builds up their catalog. And what can happen is BMG or APM or Universal will do a deal with that company and then ingest all of the music from that company into their library. So now all of, you know, APM's clients, Universal's clients, BMG's clients have access to your music, even though you started off with a smaller library. And now, you know, boom like you're in there with universal apm bmg so don't discount the smaller companies you know you you can build with those companies especially if they're gaining traction they're getting placements and they have some some site some solid clientele so yeah trailer trailer music companies flares offspring only apply. i know right flares is the, the trailer master so yeah so this is this is how you fish man this is what i want y'all to learn how to do instead of instead of just wanting the context now i give you i give you a list of over 100 contacts in my road to 10 placements course you know all the road to 10 placement students know it's like over 100 companies including all the libraries that i work with personally so i give you that but it's not available outside of the course because i want to make sure you all have all of the other information that makes pitching to the libraries effective because this is what happens like in real life it happens all the time 
producers reach out to a handful of companies. Hey, you know, I bought because I used to have the music licensing directory just available for sale for just by itself. Like some years ago, I, I took it down. Now it's only available through the through the course for this reason. So they were like, yo, I went through the list and submitted to all the companies. Nobody reached back. Or they just said no. Like I just got no's. I'm like, okay. If you reached out to like a hundred companies, and I think back when I first dropped that joint, it was like it was it was over like two, three hundred companies. If everybody said no and then no responses, something went wrong. Something went wrong. And it's not the fact that you reached out to the company. So what would happen is they reached out, they had the contacts, but then they come back because they skip going through the steps, going through the process, the repeatable process that delivers repeatable results in the Rolls of 10 placements course. They skipped it. They want to just jump straight to the context. So they came back. They was like, yo, I keep hearing no, I ain't get like nobody hit me back and I don't know why. So now they got to pay for a $1,000 an hour consultation with me to walk through what went wrong in the submission process and try and go back and, and do the right things and learn the right processes and things like that because they skipped learning the stuff on the front end and this is what i want you to remember like anything that's like easy on the front end usually is harder on the back end and on the flip side something that requires work and that's a little bit harder or time consuming on the front end usually is a little bit easier on the back end so if you take the time to make sure you get all you know all the important information on how to produce you know, placement ready music for TV, making sure it's formatted for TV specifically and optimized so that editors have all the little things, the, all the little bells and whistles that editors love in TV music, making sure you prepared your music right, right? As far as metadata, the business, making sure you understand, you know, how deals are set up so you know if you're getting a fair deal or not, you know, how to make sure you know, you know, the ways that you're going to get paid how to make sure you know how to create deliverables, how to know how to read a brief and be able to create based off of that brief and be able to include the things that they really love about the reference tracks into the music that you create without recreating the reference tracks that they sent you. All these little things that will help once you finally reach out, reach pitching is the last phase. You know, when I coach producers, there's three phases you have to master. Production, preparation, and presentation. Presentation is the pitch phase. That's the last thing we do. We spend at least two months on production and preparation because that's the most important part that a lot of people like to skip. And then they end up having to come back because they went straight to presentation, straight to pitching without learning production and presentation in regards to sync. If you're a producer and you want to get your music placed in TV and film, but you just don't know where to start, the Road to 10 Placements is where you start. This is the ultimate blueprint to landing your first 10 TV placements, and it's the exact blueprint I use to get started in sync without having any connections or without having any placements. This course is going to teach you how to produce, prepare, and pitch placement-ready music for TV. This course has helped producers all over the world get placements on networks such as MTV, NBC, VH1, NBA Network, Hulu. Netflix and a bunch of others. Listen, it took me seven years to get to my first TV placement, but this course has helped producers see TV placements in as little as six months, which is insane. So this course can help you go from zero placements to TV placements fast. Enrollment is now open. So go to roadto10placements.com. That's road to the number 10 placements.com. Make sure you use the discount code podcast20 to take 20% off at roadto10placements.com. Go and role today so because that started happening so much it's just like yo i'm giving you the name of companies but it's not even helping you for real because you still have to come back and you have to relearn all the things that actually helps you get the yes so now i was just like okay i'll give you all these companies and the companies i work with but the only way i'm going to do it is if i also pair it with the road to 10 placements course because if I'm going to give you something, I want to give you all the tools that you need to be successful in sync versus 
putting up this facade oh all you need is like these contacts and then boom like you'll start getting all these placements no like because that's not how it works like trust me it took me seven years to figure that out no i'm gonna give you all the tools this is why they say yes like they say yes because music is created this specific way it's structured this specific way you reach out this specific way you know so it's a lot of little things that that leads up to hearing that final yes and then once you master those three phases the production the presentation i'm sorry the production preparation and presentation once you master those that's when you start getting the yes and once you master it you start getting repeatable yeses so it's like if i lost all of my deals today for whatever reason i know exactly how to go out and find me a yes now everyone won't say yes you know it's going to depend on needs it's going to depend on timing it's going to depend on you know just what's going on at the time if they're accepting submissions like you're not going to get yes every time but if you reach out to a certain number of, of companies <clears throat> and you have everything lined up and you've mastered these different stages you're going to increase the chances of actually hearing yes when you finally pitch to the companies so that that's it that is why giving you a list of contacts alone isn't necessarily the best thing for your career long time now and that's that's like you know that's the majority of producers that's trying to break in the sink now obviously you have some where it's like okay gotten placements before they understand certain things you know but you know the majority of producers that i see that are trying to break in the sink that's where the frustration comes in because it's like yo i'm reaching out you know reaching out to three to five companies a day but like nobody's biting so now we gotta okay why aren't they biting is it the music is it the way you're reaching out is it reaching out to the wrong companies so <clears throat> that's it so let me see if i can squeeze a, a couple questions in shout out again to the beat maker he sparked this conversation on instagram it was a, a question that i see often and I thought it would be a good idea to to cover it on the podcast and go into detail because as like as you can see, typing this out, it's just like I can there's no way I can type all that stuff out, man. It's you gonna be you ain't gonna even want to read it, it's gonna be so long. So I hope that helps you guys, and I hope it allows you to see the importance of learning how to go out and hunt for some for some deals, no matter what happens. Like if you go back to ground zero, boom, like I got the information like once you have the information locked in here no, like it's an infinite return like nobody can like stop you from creating income with your music once you know your system your process to go out get licensing deals get tv placements and things like that so yeah the length of my chain i don't even i don't even know my wife my wife bought both of these for me. They were like gifts for, I think one was like birthday, anniversary. I don't know. But I'll have to ask. Or, you know, no, nah, wait. Do I got a tape measure? I don't have a tape measure. If I had a tape measure, I would just measure that joint. But yeah, so that's that's that, man. Let me see if, if I missed any questions. I'm sure there was some flying through here. Submitting music is sync is like the stock market for your tracks. It, that's a fact, man, because it's, you sow these little seeds like boom drop 10 tracks here in this company forget about them you know a few months later you, those 10 tracks may start popping off now they're making money for you and then boom you just on to the next <clears throat> so yeah so definitely keep pushing keep fishing and then eventually something will break you know and another another thing is to make sure Make sure you reach, you pitch enough and, and submit enough once you get the deals. That's another big mistake that a lot of producers make. They just don't reach out to enough companies in enough time. So I recommend at least three to five, reach out to three to five companies every day for 30 days to start getting some traction. <clears throat> and then, you know, versus like, you know, a couple here, a couple there, it's gonna, it's gonna be hard to get traction. Success has a need for speed. So the more you reach out to shorter period of time, the better. It's like, you know, if if somebody made like, you know, twenty thousand dollars a year and then over the span of several years, they've made a million dollars. 
would you consider them to be rich or wealthy? They made a million dollars, but they only got paid $20,000 a year over their life. Most people won't consider them wealthy, but if you made a million dollars in one year, people would think you're rich. <clears throat> you are rich. You made a million dollars in a year. So that's the difference between, you know, speed, taking a long time to do something. Like if you landed 20 sync deals, but it took you 30 years to get 20 deals and, you know, say 40 TV placements, that's not that good. But if you get 40 placements in a year, that's that's pretty good. So success has a need for speed. Speed up the number of submissions you're making to gain the traction. So. So, yeah. So if you guys want to dig deeper, I go into detail on, you know, the three phases, production, preparation and presentation in my road to 10 placements course, which you can get at clintproductions.com slash courses. And there's some other stuff on there. There's the how to structure instrumentals for TV courses, the urban mixing made simple to make sure your mixes are straight before you submit it, making sure you have that structure. And I, I break down exactly how to build and structure out an instrumental for TV to increase the chances of you hearing yes. So that's there. And then there's also a, a whole TV placement bundle, which has all three of those at a discounted price. So just go there, clintproductions.com slash courses and get whatever you need if you need it it's there those resources are there because you know it's just hard to like give you all the things in one sitting in one hour <laughs> so i had to break it down into multiple videos and give it to you so that you can go back and reference it as many times as you need to again it's about having a proven system so that you can repeat the process, repeat the system so you can have repeatable results and repeatable royalty checks. Right. So highly recommend. And, you know, it's helped a lot of producers get their first placements, their first 10 placements, their first 100 placements. It's helped some producers get video game placements. And I don't even I ain't got a video game placement. I don't I don't even know how they did that. So, you know, it works if, if you work. So whoever needs that, let it help you. And then, yeah, it's nine o'clock. So we are about to transition into live music reviews. I'm going to cut this joint and then we're going to hop into the next live. So stick around, stick on the channel, and then you'll see the other live pop up. I got to separate them because this is the podcast. And the next one is the live music review. So make sure y'all stick around, man. We're about to listen to some music to see if it's ready for TV and film and hopefully help somebody and, and let them know, push them in the right direction and give them some critiques. So that's it, man. I'll catch you guys in like a minute, but then I'll also catch you on the next podcast. So yeah, let's get it. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit ClintProductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.